And there's the header from Cavani. Oh, that was all too easy. Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. Getting forward into the area for the first time. The cross and the goal. The show that brings the ins and the outs of the beautiful game to African fans by passionate African voices. Ball Gecko, get in the game. What it do? Welcome to the Borgeco Podcast. My name is Ayolaki Lichi. Today is Monday. Brilliant, beautiful day. Wonderful weekend of action. And we are here to review, review the entire weekend. With me, I've got Jidechi. Hi, Jidechi, my co-host. How are you doing? Uh, good morning. Uh, hello to you. I, I, I don't know why Ayola started. Ayola just had to chip in that co-host thing because, yeah, I mean, you wanted to fight again today, but... I'm not fighting with I, you. I, I I'm just letting people know. I'm just letting people know what is going on. Like, today is the morning. We are both on this show together. Let's just not start <laughs> off with the fight. So, yeah. Good morning to you guys. Um, you're listening to your hosts. We're not voice. in the morning anymore. What, what are you talking okay, about? Yeah, it's actually... Yeah, we're not in the morning anymore, <laughs> but I mean... Yeah, in fact, Ayola is the one that got me on set here. So if you're hearing morning <laughs> from say, me, then know it's Ayola. If fault. you know that the truth unsettles you, you know that that's witchcraft it's not already. The truth, Ayola. Okay, no Allah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. As time goes on, how far? How was your FPL? Yeah, uh, Ayola, you, you see what I'm saying, Ayola? Why do you have to ask me about my FPL? These FPL are important. These are the, the issues. These are one important of the horrible questions. things of the weekend. I mean, I'm doing less than the average, and I've not done less than the average since last season but this was supposed to be like a good fpl weekend even i did yeah, well in fpl when you don't expect ronaldo would be starting you i mean it's meant okay, to well, be a good fpl enough. weekend but, but, but i mean ronaldo, you. ronaldo like, was my he was my vice captain mm-hmm. and i actually made that move because i didn't expect um Ole would but we, to- we told you guys in on the bogeco community we wrote about the best captain picks and ronaldo was one of them well, we wrote about the best players that you should why, have on your team, and now we part of them prediction. as well. Predictions mm. are not always certain to happen. I was working ah, based on what I thought would happen, and I did actually think Ronaldo only would actually start Ronaldo because I mean, okay, let me not just talk about Oli here because if I say things I have in my mind for Oli, <laughs> don't worry, there'll be time for that. So, yeah, I actually expect him to start Ronaldo, and that's why I didn't captain Ronaldo. I captain Antonio, wow, ah, brilliant, a red card. brilliant, wow, sensation. So, that's minus two, yeah, well, yeah lucky because IK uh, one of our guys at the office triple capped Antonio at least I'm better than some people <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough but it couldn't have been that bad couldn't yeah. have been that bad um, this week's average was pretty high it was about 52 right now there's still the Everton game to come so it might even rise beyond that mm-hmm. I, I have Alan on my bench and I'm expecting Alan to at least give you some two points so that uh, I can go better than enough, the average I keep my record. And now it's looking like um, some teams are starting to break away at the top. We're having, it's almost like now a traditional or a new traditional top four where Man City have replaced what used to be Arsenal. Yeah. I think that's going to last in the Premier League. Definitely, Man City are definitely leaving that fourth position. But it's actually Brighton that catches my eye. Brighton mm. on fifth position. Yeah. And at this point, I uh, we've seen Leicester City do that in the past. And uh, last season, we saw how West Ham started off this same way. Yeah. So at this point, I don't know if I should just say um, Brighton are just being, uh, do I say, con- um, pretenders or it's actually something that could last. Well, Brighton, Brighton last. last season, they were really good. I mean, they were in the top four in terms of expected goals mm-hmm. and expected points in the season. Just that they refused to convert their chances, something that they are not struggling with this season. 
not struggling at all even though they haven't scored so many goals just five goals in four games yeah at least in the top five so they might not be as out of place as you think mm-hmm. actually actually three goals in four games and uh they might not be out of place like you said but mm. It would be nice to see if they could. I mean, I I always love to see when um, underdogs are doing it the big style and uh, trying to prove uh, they are better than what people think they are. But, I mean, you look at that table right now, you see Manchester United at the top and it makes me want to ask the question, Manchester United right now, are they pretenders or actually contenders? We see how they were able um, to be imperious against their opposition over the weekend. I mean, can you really be pretenders when you have Cristiano Ronaldo on your team. That is the question. You have a Cristiano Ronaldo almost and then criminal. you have an Ole Gunnar Solskjaer yeah. as manager. I mean... So, with Ronaldo, you would say they are contenders mm. but with Ole you think they are pretenders. Are they really contenders? Aren't they? I mean, they are top of the table right now. They were second last season. And if you are second the season before and then you get Cristiano Ronaldo on your team and you don't win the league then that manager has to go. You know, exactly, exactly. I, I was having a discussion with somebody earlier in the day and I was like, this is a season that actually defines Ole's stay at Old Trafford. Mm. You don't win anything this season. And when I mean anything, we're not talking about FA Cup here. We're not talking about... Um, FA Cup the is the most Cup. prestigious cup in the whole of England. Prestigious or not, if you are the, uh, if you are the hem of Manchester United and Ole only got you, he came back at the end of the season and said, boss, this is what I got you at the end of the season. Would you actually want to keep only with Ronaldo in uh, with Ronaldo I as mean, one of your main, main men? Really? Maybe. I mean, maybe. Ronaldo is coming from a team that won only the Copa Italia last. Yeah, tell that to Florentino Perez. Yeah, but that's a different ball game entirely. That's a different person entirely. Perez can sack you because he doesn't like the color of the tie that you wore <laughs> on the day, on the match day before the game or during the game. So we can't really use Perez to judge. Okay, well, if that's what you say, I actually feel. But right do you now. do you really think that? Manchester United can maintain their lead in the table. Well, I think with Ronaldo, um, the dynamics all things are possible for, right, for Manchester United right now changes mm. entirely. Ronaldo does not just bring goals to the team; he also brings mentality. his character, his mm. mentality. Word, 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 and word, I mean, word. you're playing with a Ronaldo, you know this player is bigger than you. It's just like you're 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 playing under somebody who inspires. Well, let's not use inspire because I mean. Maybe some of the players are messy lawyers, but uh, <laughs> he will still inspire poss- you. Because possibly, if, but even if you're, you're a messy kind of player, there's no how your mentality is not going to change, mm. and that's why I feel Manchester United right now are actually one of the Premier League contenders alongside Chelsea and Manchester City. That's what it is. Speaking of season. Manchester City, they've only lost one game against Tottenham, uh, yep. against Leicester. It wasn't pretty, but they got the job done. And sadly, actually, I actually. Um, thought of playing some games this weekend I'm talking mm. about betting and yeah. I didn't actually expect it to be a one goal kind of game but it's gently looking like that kind of um game Season where Manchester, Manchester, Leicester City second, and Manchester City always yeah. actually the third mm. they had the one before the FA Cup final yeah. also ended one okay, you know, I mean in terms of uh, Manchester City this is their second consecutive yes win, I, win. I, exactly yeah. and uh, it's actually um, interesting to see that this game is actually a close one every time and it's good to see Pep Guardiola's side 
looking like they are kicking off the season in style this time around. Not like last I mean, season minus, they had to leave minus it. the loss to Tottenham at yeah, the yeah. Not like last season where they had to leave it late and yeah. start up later in the season to pick up, and it's actually interesting to see they picked up. And so I mean, maybe you could give, give some kudos to Arsenal who and would finally pick the, up the, and the relegation like, derby. Thank God you even mentioned Arsenal because that's where I was going. <laughs> The relegation derby, Arsenal won the relegation derby and they are yeah. now outside the relegation zone for the first time this season. They are 16th on the table. Norwich is dead last. Well, it's there's something we always expect. You know, last time, the last podcast, I mentioned Norwich, how it's just... It's in their point, DNA. It's, it's, it's like it's a tradition for them. Come to the Premier League, it's um, in the history fight, fight, of the fight, Norwich. fight, fight, and then you just end up being relegated mm. uh, to the lower di- division of the Premier, the food English Football League, and uh, it's really early this season to see that Norwich are yet again uh, bottom of the table. They've had just one goal scored so far. Arsenal have also had one goal scored. But then Arsenal has three points. Last time Norwich has nothing. And you can expect that Norwich next week. I don't know how it's going to pan out. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're getting so much easier fixtures. Um, they started yeah, this season but against City, wouldn't... Liverpool, Arsenal in their first four games. Well, now they're getting yeah, a, bit, a bit easier. Some that way, but... They're getting a bit easier fixtures uh, coming over the few weeks. How many do you think they can start picking up form from there, or are they already too demoralized to even do anything? Trust with fixtures me, they're not showed anything. Um, they not showed anything that would that would make me say they are going to do something mm. better. Uh, I mean, what, if you are what, losing what, to what Arsenal, are better than them so far, so good. If you're losing to Arsenal, then oh, really? there's, there's really no. <laughs> Ayo, you shouldn't really be doing this right it's now. It's the truth now. Who, lo- who loses to doesn't Arsenal? Mean Arsenal not on, um, Even Brentford didn't lose to Arsenal. If you're losing to Arsenal, you're not a serious <laughs> club. Okay, wow. Well, you Arsenal, deserve to get relegated. Arsenal fans, I think at this point, you should just shut your ear and not listen to you. But you're an Arsenal I'm, fan too. Why, why are you? I, I just said Arsenal fan. I didn't. I didn't include myself. I am not an Arsenal. Why fan. are you hiding? You have to live your truth. I don't know life, why you I must have live to make me do this on every podcast. This is my second podcast, and maybe I, I will hate keep lies. doing this. I am a Manchester United fan, sympathetic to Arsenal. It doesn't even add up. Like every Manchester United fan is supposed to hate Arsenal. So how do you? How are you then sympathetic to well, Arsenal? You said every. Mm. You don't have a statistics to back that up. Word, word, word. So. I can stand that I am the one percent of the one percent that likes us now. Yes, and is the character flow to, to like us now, Shah? But no Allah. Uh, moving to the La Liga, you mentioned Florentino Perez. Madrid started at the new Bernabeu after 526 days, and uh, they got a 5-2 win against Celta Vigo. That was pretty impressive from them, even though. The match started in a very funny manner for them. They went into the first half, uh, into the halftime break, uh, 2-1 down. After a majestic, brilliant goal by Servi. Uh, I don't know if you saw the goal. He he got a cross and then he flicked it, a backheel kick onto the crossbar and then followed up with the finish. And Madrid somehow still found, found a way to win the game. Same thing with Atletico Madrid, 99th minute winner. That was incredible. I, I know you mentioned on the last podcast that um, Espanyol versus Atletico Madrid would be a game One to watch. One of the biggest games for mm. the weekend. Yes, definitely. It wasn't really a big game. I mean, it's Espanyol. 
Well, everybody who knows Espanol, so you guys Espanol. know Ayo is a Barcelona fan, so I can. I yeah, can of course. So I mean, Espanol. Who, who are those well, guys? Well, you are playing the league champions, and well. Barcelona are not the league champions, so it's expected that this is the biggest game of the week. Not even close. I mean, I mean, not even close. Well, let me start off with uh, Madrid. Uh, it's good to see that this time around they are starting their chase for the title from mm. the beginning from of the, the season. Yeah. Last season they were just playing catch up. Yeah. And many times catch, catch up, up doesn't really help your chase mm. when you don't start immediately, when you don't start when you should. And that's why Atletico were actually able to win the league last season. Mm. They started from the beginning of the season. Yeah. And when it looked like they were going to throw it away, it was because of the um, distance they had created at the beginning of the season that helped them. So it's actually nice to see that Madrid actually starting quite well this season. Um, if you are checking your table right now, you would see that Madrid are the top of the La Liga table. And Yeah, with one more game than Barcelona. Yeah, exactly. If we're yeah, being it's honest. actually good to see that, like I said, they are starting at the beginning of the season. Four games mm. so far, they've not lost anyone. And they've scored 13, 13 goals. goals in four games. Including I Vinicius, mean. who has scored more goals this season yeah. than the entirety and, of and, last and season. And you also take into consideration Benzema scored the hat-trick this I mean, it's weekend. Benzema. It's, it's Benzema. Benzema on his good day. There's no Messi in the league again. There's no mm. Ronaldo in the league again. You can be expecting Benzema to be one of the high, if not the highest goal scorer. What about Luis? Right? So, do you think he's he's the player now? He's the La Liga he player. He's the he himself, and of course, um, talk about Suarez. Do, those are the, those are, well, let's. I'm take, I'm talking about the best. So Griezmann, okay, is one maybe the best. maybe Griezmann. Wow, considered. <laughs> as wow. one of the best in the league right now. <laughs> I'm taking into consideration Griezmann's performance at Barcelona and mm. that's why I don't want to put him in that card there with Benzema, Benzema and Suarez. So for me, the best two players in the league right now has to be Benzema and Suarez and I'm expecting these best two players to actually finish as the top scorers because they're both strikers. What about M- Memphis Depay? Well, the pay, I can't really say it's been a change of league for the pay. Mm. So you can't really compare what was happening in France with what is happening. But he, he looks to have settled already into Barcelona. Well, he looks, he looks, he looks like settled. the leader in the team. Yes, but would he, does he really have, who would give him those assists for him to have as much? There are as so possible? many players in the team. When I look at Barcelona this season, what I actually expect is goals to be shared. To be very mm-hmm. honest, that's what I actually expect in Barcelona. So instead of a case where Messi has 32 goals and, and the next person has yes, 12, exactly. So that's why I feel the pay uh, the, he might not have as much goals as we're expecting him to have. Possibly a sub 20 goal margin. That's what I'm expecting. I think I'll be him. disappointed if the pay hits. Sub no, no, no. no. When when we say sub 20, it's not like he didn't perform well. I'm expecting to also see assists from mm. him because other Barcelona players are Real also score. scoring. Yeah. So I'm seeing, I'm expecting to see like three or four Barcelona players sub 20, more than 15 goals. Yeah. That kind of thing. And that's the reason why I actually think he might not score. So who are, the, who are the three players that you're expecting? Well, I don't know. Barcelona players are right now in hospital. Like, I mean, you could enter a hospital ward and see an entire... A real Barcelona players so for now. What do you what do you mean? And so is already back. Well it's only, it's and only back and doesn't mean, white. And so back doesn't mean he's gonna pick up immediately. Um, and so back, it will take him a while to actually pick up mm. and join um the the level the the rest of the Barcelona players. And yeah. so that's actually what I think. So Benzema highest goal scorer currently. Do you think he's going to maintain that form? Do you think he's going to be the highest pichichi, pichichi winner? 
no injuries in play definitely mm. expect Benzema the only person like I said earlier would challenge him for that would be Atletico Madrid and because I actually think Atletico this season would be retaining the title that's mm. what I actually think more like an Atletico yeah I know you want to bring the Barcelona thing but no, I, I what, I actually, ask about that. what I actually <laughs> see this season is just the way last season ended mm. Atletico at the top uh, Madrid at the second and then you have Barcelona third position well uh Jidechi is talking about things that he's seen, but I'll just things let you... that would happen. I'm just letting you know Anyone that... Anyone IOS giving you from a fan perspective, I am the, I am the <laughs> unbiased analyst. If you are yeah. going to talk about things that Jidechi is seeing, just know that Jidechi wears glasses. So you can't really trust what wow, he's seeing, to be honest. Wow, that that was low. <laughs> that was low, and I can I only expect that from Barcelona fans. There are oh, many course, people that will resort to low blows when uh, they know they it's don't have anything I mean, on their own. Yeah, side the one who used the words that you are seeing something, and I'm I'm wondering how you are. Seeing why do you think? Why do you think what I see is, is because with the glasses I would see better. Mm, word, word, word. Exactly. Word. Mm, I feel you. Benzema top of the scorers list right now. Do you think he's going to stay there? Uh, well. I don't know. Like I said earlier, I, I don't know really. Uh, Suarez might pick up later in the season, uh, but I think Benzema is a big a big name once it comes to goal scoring. Mm. He's a, he's an experienced striker. So I think uh, in the case of Benzema versus Suarez, I think it's a case of so there's no one else from any of the smaller teams. I, for me, in the bar, for me, Yago for me, in the league, this season, these are the Those two, are the two names that will finish at the top. I don't know who is going to be third. I don't mm-hmm. know who is going to be fourth. But I think it's going to be Benzema Suarez. The positioning is what I don't know. I feel is going to go down um, based on who starts at the beginning of the season. So anybody yeah. that starts at the beginning of the season, I think might just end up. And I think that that means that's already Benzema. We also saw Kamavinga make his debut yeah. and score a goal. It's actually good. I mean, uh, Perez have actually wanted to want wanted a rebuild mm. at um, the Benabao, and it's good to see that some of the young players they are getting actually picking up. But the problem with Perez's rebuild is that it has been tried so many times. So many players, like we said on the last podcast, Europe, Spain, everywhere is littered with people who should have rebuilt Real Madrid. Talking from AC Milan, Brem Diaz, Chelsea, Kovacic, Atletico Madrid, Marcos Llorente. So are we sure that Kamavinga is going to be part of the real rebuild that's that's one thing with young stars you can't tell what their future would be until mm. they've actually kicked off their career properly it's just like it makes it makes me want to talk about Kelechi Hanacho mm. we saw an Hanacho at Manchester City early in his career and it looked like Hanacho was going to shoot to the stars at yeah. the time and was then he moved to Leicester and uh, it looked like he was now a flop and now he's picked up again so I can't really say for a Kamavinga, he's still young. I mean, uh, it's good that he's starting this way, but in the long run, I actually don't know what it's going to be like for Kamavinga. So I'm not going to really say right now Kamavinga is going to be the best thing since sliced bread at Real Madrid. But I'm going to tell you right but now, I'm a huge fan of Kamavinga and I'm telling you with my full chest, he is going to be the best thing since sliced bread. Okay. Well, live a Real Madrid fan, I, I guess right really, now, they really, really want to buy his sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> a really nice moment was um, his goal. goal. You've been listening to Ball Gecko Podcast. Somewhat assisted by Luka Modric and it was nice to see Modric really celebrating with Kamavinga smiling as Kamavinga went to celebrate the goal 
and it was a case of is he celebrating a goal of his replacement uh, well Modric 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 has always been a team player so mm. I mean you don't expect Modric to just sit back and that that's why Modric is a leader he's a leader at Croatia he has been a, re- a leader at Real Madrid and you don't expect uh, Modric to sit back and say okay this young star is about to uproot me from mm. the team and because of that I shouldn't celebrate with him his, his focus the Modric I know his focus is for the team you know him from yeah. his village have you? Uh, well, let's just say the fact that we've been watching Modric over these years. Uh, it's it's he's one of those players you call humble mm. uh, team player. So yeah, I think it's just one of those things. He's not doing a lot of personal sentiments. It's just because he's always been that team. Player. Yeah. So let's move on to Syria. Um, we saw Roma snatch another really late winner. Okay, sorry, this is their first really late winner. I mean, like general terms, Atleti snatched the late winner. So Roma did the same thing, and they are top of the table now. Mourinho has gotten off to an incredible start at Roma and it's looking like he's, he might be able to keep that up. Um, Juve again lost to Napoli. Their second, they are, they are winless right now. This is their second loss of the season. First Empoli, then Napoli. I don't know. Any other Poli teams in Syria probably will be getting a win over events at this point. Do you think that Roma can go all the way? Uh, Roma going all the way. At this point... I'm a Mourinho fan. Let me just start off on surprise, that. Surprise, surprise. I'm a Mourinho fan. Uh, but going based on his last season at Tottenham, I don't want to say he's going to end up at the top. Yeah, because I mean, because by December, Tottenham was top of the table. Yeah, Everything exactly. looked rosy. And it's looking that rosy too at Roma right mm. now. So, uh, I don't know. It, it It's keeping me in a tight spot because Mourinho is an astute gaffer and uh, Roma is not really an astute team. He just, Really? Yes. Wow. I mean, you want to talk about the top five teams in Syria uh, mm-hmm. and Roma should be coming in at six or seven. Not so, necessarily. I mean, we did pick Roma among our Syria contenders. Did you pick Roma as Syria contenders before Mourinho or... After, After isn't that the point of exactly, getting a top coach like that? Exactly. But would you pick more? Would you pick Roma without a Mourinho? This is like asking, team? would you pick Manchester United without Ronaldo? It comes with the package. Okay, He's there right that's, now. That's so, actually so, good argument. No, there's no point in that. We <laughs> okay. also saw um, Bayern tear apart Leipzig. They look like they look like they are in trouble. RB Leipzig. Um, it's been a terrible. Not it, well, it's been a terrible season for them by their standards. They've only won one game. They've lost three they are in the bottom half of the table while Bayern Lewandowski you know how it goes I mean we also saw it go by Erling Haaland over the weekend mm-hmm. well, so I, is it, is it, is I still feel what's normal? happening with Leipzig right now is the same thing that is happening with Arsenal these mm-hmm. are teams that are incredible teams on mm-hmm. their days I actually feel they would still pick up uh, Leipzig we saw how well they did last season top three in the league last season mm-hmm. and I'm expecting they actually replicate the same, same thing. Uh, although, obviously, we, it's sad to know that the Bundesliga will always end one way. Well, always with Bayern at the top of the table. You'd be surprised. Uh, well, we were surprised by do I see the league or the, exactly. Uh, last we season, are surprised we by, surprised by all the, the Syria, La Liga. La Liga. So why not? But one league did not surprise us. It was the Bundesliga. I mean, the and that's why I feel, us either, so. And that's why 
Well, Premier League didn't surprise us, but at least Man City were giving a chase for their money. Manchester United actually surprised us last season. Yes, by coming yes. second, the distance of 12 points. distance of 12 points. But the Bundesliga are always the same. And at this point, I will not lie, I am bored. I don't even know why Bayern um, players always celebrate anymore at the end of the season. Drinking beer, like it's a different beer of drinking at this point. You're drinking the same beer you drank last season. And uh, I, I, at, this, at, the end of the, at the end of the season, I actually feel it's still going to be the same thing. Leipzig might actually try to give them a chase for their money. Mm. I want to see a Dortmund do better than they actually did last season. Without Sancho. But the question is, would they actually do better than they did last season? I don't actually see that happening. Wow. Mad. Interesting. Mad. Uh, move on to League 1. PSG, five straight wins. Is this not more boring than the Bundesliga? Yeah, well, when you want to talk I mean, about Messi, bro, Messi has only played when, like 30 minutes and they are already five straight wins. When you want to, talk about, when you want to talk about boring, it makes you realize that last season, the Farmers League, in quotes, wasn't um, wasn't won by the owner of the farm, of the farm. if you want to put it that way. PSG didn't win it last season, which actually gives you a little hope that uh, maybe this is not the farmers' league of the big five leagues. Yes, and the big five league, Spanish league, is no longer among. Yes, that's ah, uh, wow, well, Spanish league. I mean, Villarreal, who came seventh, <laughs> won the Europa League. Well, over let's, Manchester United. let's just continue. Your Spanish own club, league is no longer among the big your five. Your own club got to the but final and disgraced what, you. What's my own club? Manchester Manch- United, no. You, uh, that's what you've claimed. Uh, I'm a we tried to call fan. you. <laughs> Are you really going to switch clubs every time? Well, well, this, this is bad behavior. Well, we are talking about the league or oh, let's okay. just focus no on problem. the league or. Uh, so yeah, I actually feel PSG might, because of what happened last season, have a wake-up call. So we, we are possibly getting to see a PSG um, title-winning side this mm-hmm. season. And it's expected because of the kind of players they brought into the team. Course, I mean, you can't course, have a Sergio Ramos, you can't have a Lionel Messi, you can't have a Donnarumma, you can't have a Wijnaldum um, that just joined the team. Yeah. And you're talking about you'll be finishing second. I mean, if I was a Nasser El Khalifi, I would be sacking Pochettino at the end of the season if I was not going, if he was not going to get me the title. Mm. Is it, just, is it just the title now or and the Champions League? That's what it's bringing me to right now. The title is not even the focus for PSG right now. That's why the title should be something given? that should be done with their eyes closed right now. So I actually expect them to win the title with possibly 20 points to spare wow. so that they can show that they actually are competing for the I mean, Champions League. Not even Man City has done that. So if, 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 if PSG are actually not going to defeat their opponents, um, in a very comfortable fashion this season, then I actually feel uh, we should not even be talking about PSG and when we talk about Champions League. Intriguing. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, on the last episode of the podcast, Tosi mentioned Monaco as one of the contenders for the Ligue 1 and they, they disgraced him, to be honest. Huge disgrace. 2 0 lost to Olympic Marseille at home. Do you think they can still come back from this? Right now, they are. Where are they on the table? Yeah, I'm having to scroll like down, actually. down, down. They are 16. They are, even, just, they are, even, they are around the area where Arsenal one, is. One point above. See, the same zone. as Arsenal. I don't know why you're bringing in Arsenal when we're talking about the French the, league. I mean, Monaco, Arsenal, Asuenga, they are ties there. You, you have to know these things to understand. Uh, wow. Wow. Okay. I actually don't, I don't know what I expect. Uh, that was Tosin's take. Uh, I actually don't know what to expect from Monaco this season. 
uh, I, w- I would love to see. I don't know. I've not actually followed Monaco since the exit of Terry Henry. Saying that was when he resigned, when he was actually sacked as manager of Monaco. So I don't really know what to expect from Monaco this season. Mm. Last season, we saw how they finished in third position, and that's why they are competing right now in the Europa League. Yeah, of course. So uh, this season, I mean, you did third last season. This season, everybody would be expecting you finish either second better, or better first. than third. Of right now, they are 16th. As now, I say that I expect them to pick up. Uh, at the other side, I actually say that I expect them to pick up to Monaco right now. I don't Not know. Not so much. I don't know how it's going to end for wow. them. If Fabregas it end anyway, yeah, it could Benier end. Benyeda in the mud. Yeah, me. You're talking about Fabregas, who is. Well, Still a quality player. Still I don't know what you're issuing. Well, Fabregas. let me not say, but he, I mean, when we want to talk about men that are old and doing it at the top of their game, you don't want to call them Fabregas. Yeah. Why not? I mean, yep. if you'd call Zlatan, Zlatan, Ronaldo, really, you'll put Fabregas in that class. Okay, sorry. Don't really? be angry. Uh, let's talk about Ronaldo, actually. Um, two goals on his debut, his return to Old Trafford. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> <laughs> I, it, you know, it's nice to actually see that see happen at um, Old Trafford for you know Manchester United. I've seen that see celebration over 300 times. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. I've counted 300 times I've seen the celebration since he scored for Manchester United. Mm. And it actually leaves me with a question right now. It's something I was telling people before Ronaldo featured for Manchester United. Mm. I see Ronaldo actually finishing possibly among top three of the EPL top scorers mm. chart this season. If, so you don't not, think if not first. If not first. If not first. Because you look at his stats from last season mm-hmm. and this top man scorer, was the top scorer. Goals. 29 well, he goals. quite a few penalties. Well, even if you take out the penalties, mm. how many goals did you have in the EPL last season? Mm. It's almost as equal as the number, the um, this proportion of goals Ronaldo scored without penalties in the Serie A. I, I don't agree, but I would say that Manchester United, given what they did last season, they uh, were awarded eleven penalties last season, and knowing Ronaldo, he's probably scoring ten of those. Obviously, obviously, and you want to take away the fact that this man is going to finish as the top scorer. This is your top scorer. So, who, who do you think? Who do you think is going to be his main competition? We haven't, actually, we haven't really seen Harry Kane do his thing. Yeah, uh, Harry we, Kane. We don't really, really expect. And 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 that's Mikel the problem. Antonio. Talking about Harry Kane makes me um, want to talk about Tottenham Hotspur. I got that's actually the only game I watched this weekend because I it was quite a busy weekend for me. I just got to see highlights. Did come over? Uh, well, not that. No, I you can tell us. I was at an event at over the weekend. An, an event. event. If you can, if sorry, you guys can't see me. This wow. is supposed to be an Instagram live Ariola. show, but you can't see me right now. Ariola, Next really? week will be an Instagram live show, but I'm making air quotes over an event. Okay, so carry okay. on. I'll let that slide. But I mean, Tottenham's game was the only game I actually got to see, and I mean, Tottenham, Tottenham were just making me think of when Ronaldo was in charge. You would see. I was literally looking for Harry Kane and Human Son. Mm. They were both missing in that game. That I mean, of course, Human Son was missing. He's injured, so he couldn't. Well, play. yeah, that's the point. <laughs> if if it was Ronaldo, at least you get. If I say Ronaldo, sorry. Mourinho. If it was Mourinho, you get to see the partnership, and you don't even re- you you. If Human Son is now actually in the game, you remember that maybe something happened. I was looking for Human Son and I didn't know that this man was injured because I felt okay he was in the game, but just but like just Harry Kane, he was absent. Mm. 
and and it makes me wonder Hurricane might most, most likely not even score more than 13 goals this season wow that's, going a, by, that's a bold claim I mean going by what uh, what's his name um, um, the former Wolves manager his tactics was yeah. at Wolverhampton Wanderers mm-hmm. and he has brought the same tactics to Tottenham Hotspur and but I don't actually um, see Jimenez, Jimenez used to get Easily 10, 15, 20. Well, 10, not 20. 20 will 10, you say, 15, will you say 10, 15 is Hurricane's Of course not, because Hurricane is better than Jimenez. So exactly. even given the same conditions, and, isn't and he then, expected And to score then more? under Mourinho, you saw a Hurricane that was better than Hurricane. You're mm. not now seeing Hurricane that was better than Jimenez. Don't you, think, saying, don't you think the whole saga at the beginning of the season is still affecting him? Well, he hasn't been able to I, I, you, you also take into consideration the fact that the, f- the first three games for Tottenham Hotspur mm. were just slim victories. Yeah. So this is no longer a goal-scoring side. They are just... For now. Win- for now, yeah. They are just a winning side. Anyhow, we can get the win. We get it. So I feel it's just the same thing that's going to play out all season for Tottenham Hotspur. So I don't see... When you talk about the goals, goal-scorers chart, mm. I don't see a hurricane competing for it. I'm happy and Aubameyang is back looks like because he scored one goal against Norwich well against the last progress, team it might the... progress from there that's what I'm saying we didn't see him much last season mm. I feel it might progress from there but to be very because honest because of Norwich too, even <laughs> though Arsenal has scored fewer goals than Ronaldo that played 70 minutes but wow. it's fine it's fine okay. no problem but, but my point is I actually feel it's more like going to be a two-horse race this season mm. talking about Ronaldo and Lukaku Lukaku has started ah, quite Romelu. well and I feel Lukaku on his day would not drop the ball. So I feel Lukaku is going to score. So more. same thing with so Serie A last season. Yes, it's going to be the same thing with Serie A last season. These are just men that came from the Serie A. I feel the it's up so to the So what do you think this means for what do you think this means for people who like to compare the Premier League to other leagues and say, oh, this person is only getting 20 goals because they're playing in the Serie A. This person is only getting 30 goals because they're playing in La Liga, etc. etc. If two people from the Serie A come and they bust the league entirely, well, that actually leaves a lot to be said about the EPL. Because mm. for me to even be saying this, I don't know how to defend the EPL anymore. <laughs> Usually, I'll be somebody who wants to defend the EPL, but I don't know. I think at this point, it's not about the league. I think it's down to the brilliance of the players. Hasn't it always been? Really? I mean, if they're in the Serie A, it's still Lukaku and Ronaldo. Well, I, if you're just listening to me just now, I was one. I was never one of those people who would, who would always say Messi will not do so well in the EPL. So yeah, I just. <laughs> so what about Mikel Antonio? You think he has? You think he has any chance? Antonio, After disappointing people like Ike yourself, well, Antonio, I expect him. I expect Antonio to pick up considering West Ham how well they did last season but they didn't have any uh, European competition to play this season that has changed yeah that them? that's that's actually true I mean we saw that with Leicester City some, yeah. some seasons ago so I, I, I don't know how to put it this time around but I just want to feel that they will actually do as good as they did last season mm. I don't know how maybe good even better. I, or maybe even better but I don't know how good they might do so now doing good depends on how much goals they can churn out and when you talk about doing good you expect that their strikers can come to the party when they are needed to come, come up with the goods. and come up with or whatever it is so I actually feel Antonio's red card this weekend was just a one-off I just feel he will actually pick up later in the season so is there any other 
outlier, any other contender. We saw Mo Salah get 100 goals. Mo Salah is definitely a contender not to um, put behind um, the back door anytime, any day. Salah has started what he always does. You can expect Salah to be say top three top where top five is actually two that's, that's too now broad. That's if he doesn't get to salah top five, I mean, yes exactly if he doesn't get top so, five then it's a problem so if, if if salah doesn't get top five you are at this point you're berating him so i would not say even put salah in top five let's just say top three top four at the end of the season salah is one of those players to actually look out for, for what about scorer. bruno fernandez well bruno did something i loved this weekend he went back to the Bruno that Manchester United went for. Mm. Bruno who could score from outside. You know, um, the talk was when he came to Manchester United, he now became more of a Bruno Fernandes. He's now looking like Bruno or now relying on penalties. <laughs> and Bruno, I think Bruno is a good learner. Bruno mm. understood that I can't be the Bruno for Portugal at Manchester United. With Portugal, it looked like Ronaldo has stolen his shine. Not even yeah. it looked like Ronaldo that was the fact. actually I mean, stole his yeah. shine. And Bruno had to tell himself that, yo, I can't continue being this Bruno for Manchester United. With club and with, you, with your country, you can easily do that because, I mean, how many games? Two games, three games, you're yeah. back to your club side. With your club side, if it happens for three, four games, you're, you're going the to the bench. Bruno had to understand this and I think we are going to be expecting more long-range shots from Bruno this season. He took that this weekend, it entered. I'm expecting more of those kind of goals for Bruno. If he's not doing that, he's assisting. It made me happy for Bruno, to be very honest. I thought with the coming of Ronaldo, we would see less of Bruno this time around. But Bruno had to tell us, you guys... I'm still in this team. I'm still one of the best players in this team. If Ronaldo is going to take out every other thing away from me, I have to define a niche for myself. And I love the fact that he did that over the weekend. So do you think he can get enough long-range goals to be the top scorer? Or the well, among top, the top scorer scorers? is actually a long shot. I mean, I is that what we're saying? I we're talking feel, about long shots. I feel um, he would get... Um, more than a 10 goals. Yeah, goals. a decent number yeah. of goals. More than 10 goals at the end of the season. But we also haven't seen Marcus Rashford come back. Well, that's that's the interesting thing the Ronaldo factor does to the Manchester United mm. side. Uh, you get to see that some of the key players are going to have to fight. I was having a discussion with a friend over the weekend. And we at talking the about event, Abby. Well, at the event, yes. <laughs> and we are talking event. about how Sancho might end up being benched when um, the season progresses yeah. to the half part of the season. And this is who I actually feel would be sending Sancho to the bench, JC Lingard. I feel Lingard, Lingard wow. is going to be doing... Because, I mean, for Lingard to decide to stay back at Manchester United, he well, is telling himself, I'm ready to fight. It wasn't totally his decision because United had some bids rejected the, from the West truth, Ham. The truth is that if he was ready, if he wanted to push for it, he would have pushed for it. We've mm. seen players and their agents push for transfers yeah. of that nature. And we didn't see so also, much. He's also refusing to sign a new contract at United as well. Well, the thing is, let's see it, uh, how it goes. I feel his time with England was actually a big statement from him. Mm. He was trying to tell Manchester United, you see, I'm ready. I'm for not this. here to play. If you're going to bench me, he's here to I'm focus. Going, I'm going to Literally leave you. Focus. I'm going to leave you. So I feel with that and with what he did over the weekend, he's actually going to be pushing for more playing time. Mm. And that actually creates a new dynamic in the Manchester United team whereby the top players, the players who we consider top players in Manchester United, 
if they are not careful would be spending more time on the bench this season so it's more like you're seeing a manchester united side that would be uh rotated the more because everybody's fighting for their sport so rashford, rashford by the time rashford will be coming back cavani, i don't even see a marshall getting playing time cavani and the likes of them Martial FC in the mud, yes. Yeah, exactly. Martial in the mud, probably. You know where to find Jidechi? What's your handle on, on Borgeko? Well, let me just be Is Jidechi underscore on Borgeko? No, the truth is that if anybody wants to fight me right now, it's Martial that will fight me. And the truth is that Martial, Martial FC. Martial is not good enough you don't, to fight you don't me know, right you don't know. Wow. You don't <laughs> know what's up with the FC. So, so I, for feel, you. I even feel the likes of Greenwood, Rashford, um, Cavani. Even Fred Lingard. would be better than Martial this wow. season. Fred. So uh, let's be I feel Martial should have even taken his chance. Fred, the fraudulent Brazilian. I've said what I said. I said the Nigerian said. Brazilian. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. The Brazilian. Whatever. I said what I said. <laughs> this is the wrong podcast for that. <laughs> All right, guys. We're done with the podcast for today. It's been the Borgeko Podcast with myself, Angie Dechi. We've reviewed the action over the weekend. We've talked about Ronaldo. We've talked about Manchester United. We've talked about Real Madrid, Camavinga. Jose Mourinho and Roma, Inter Milan. We've talked about everything really that you want to know over the weekend. So just tune in. You know where to find us. It's the Ball Gecko podcast. On Twitter, it's Ball underscore Gecko. Everywhere else, it's Ball Gecko. Stay tuned. Have a lovely day. And hopefully, you hear from us tomorrow as well. And also, it's a very happy birthday to our producer, Williams. Yes, Williams, the man. The one who makes the podcast sound as amazing, as awesome as it does. At one point, I wanted to shout really, really. <laughs> well, that's his nickname in the office, but I know he'll kill me if he hears this, but no, no, Allah, no, Allah. And Williams is supposed to be barefoot at the office today because he had a bet that Ronaldo would not score. And he's here wearing really nice converse. So, I don't know. You can't even trust men. Wearing the two shoes that where Ronaldo scored two goals. I mean, you yeah. get, he's wearing exactly. He's wearing two shoes when Ronaldo scored two mm, goals. It's well. It's just it's wrong. wrong. It's just wrong. See you guys next week. Or sorry, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Ball Gecko podcast. Do follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and check our website for more interesting stories and content. 